0: Hey friend, I am so glad you are here. Welcome to another episode of Her Unraveled Life. I'm your host, Amy Wadlington. I bring to you not just my personal experiences and professional expertise as a certified holistic life and health coach, but also my passion for a life deeply rooted in faith and holistic wellness. In this episode, I will be diving deep into a topic that impacts so many of us, maintaining, a balanced blood sugar level. Why is this so important? Because when I am not on the blood sugar roller coaster, I have more energy, I have fewer cravings, and I actually feel good. And when I feel good, I think more clearly and I have more time to do the things that I love with the people that I love. We have to remember that in John 10:10, 10, 10, it says that Jesus came to give us a life that we can live it abundantly. When we feel sick and tired all the time, we are not living the abundant life that was promised to us. Today, we are going to explore practical tips and insights to help you restore energy, stop cravings, and genuinely feel good in a very simple, doable way. Whether you're dealing with metabolic issues, navigating life changes, or simply aiming for better health, I hope to light the way to empowerment and transformation. Now, before we dive in, I want to share kind of a funny story with you. My teenage daughter is in cosmetology school, and she works as an apprentice in a local salon. And last week, I went to get my hair done, and she was blow-drying it out, and she asked me if I like to have volume in my hair. And my answer, well, yeah, I'm an 80s kid. Of course I like volume. (laughs) And then I proceeded to pull out a picture of myself from the eighth grade, and we had a very good laugh at my expense at my big hair from the 80s. (laughs) I should have bought stock in Aquanet, I'm telling you. (laughs) Now, if you can relate at all to this story, that means that you are likely in the same age range as me. This year, I will be turning 50, which is so weird to me because I feel too young to be that old. If you are my age, you are also starting to really notice the effects of slower metabolism. And if you're like most people, you probably didn't give much thought to your metabolic health until it started slowing down. Maybe you never really had belly fat, and now you do. Or you remember in your 20s being able to do a crash diet for two weeks before vacation, and you could lose 10 pounds easily. And now you're actually living a healthy lifestyle and doing all the right things, but not no matter what you do, you can't seem to lose one pound. So what gives? (laughs) I am not gonna get much into the weeds of the science behind all of it because around here, I like to keep things really simple. When I don't feel well, I just try to figure out why and then I find the most simple way to fix it so that I feel better. And then I come here and I share it with you. What I have found is whether we're talking about metabolic health, insulin resistance, hormonal issues like PCOS or PMS, perimenopause or menopause, maybe poor sleep, or diabetes, prediabetes, weight loss, or even joint and muscle pain, they all point to one common denominator, and that is blood sugar. And we're also looking at inflammation as well, but when you balance your blood sugar, that also lowers your inflammation. So we're just going to be looking at blood sugar right now to keep it super simple. My life used to be insane. It started with stress in the morning and it ended with stress at night. And in between, there was also a lot of stress, but it was just plain survival. The foods that I ate were the simple grab-and-go foods, usually high in sugar and carbs, and not all carbs are bad, just let me point that out, but the ones that I used to eat were definitely not the good ones. And when I was eating more healthy, I would actually drink a smoothie for breakfast, but it was filled with fruit or juice or both, and it had a little bit of protein powder in it, or I would eat a granola bar on my drive to work and lunch was never much better. It would either be leftovers from the night before or the vending machine in my office break room. And then I would hit my afternoon crash and I'd grab a caffeine filled drink or a sugary snack also from the vending machine in the break room to keep me going. And then by the time I got home, I was too tired to cook. So I would always do something as simple as possible, like pasta, tacos, burgers, or when I could afford it, we would do takeout and then I would crash on the couch until it was time to fight with my kids to go to bed. And then we would start all over again. (laughs) Now, looking back, I see that the real culprit behind my perpetual state of being sick and tired all the time wasn't just the packed schedule or the unending chaos that was in my life. It was the roller coaster of unbalanced blood sugar. It was silently undermining my health, my mood, and my energy levels. But that life and that version of me is in the past. So let's take a look at some of the common signs of frequent glucose spikes, or better known as the blood sugar roller coaster. You'll find that you'll have cravings for sweet food, or sometimes you'll finish a meal and you'll want dessert right after, or you'll have a craving for something salty and then sweet, and then you want something salty again. (laughs) After the week, constant hunger. It, you wake up hungry. You are hungry between meals. You can't go long periods between eating. You've gotten your body to a point where you're used to having six meals a day and a couple of snacks in between. So you're constantly hungry and constantly eating. Maybe you have severe fatigue or poor sleep. You lay down at night completely exhausted, you're unable to fall asleep. When you finally do fall asleep, you don't sleep well, you wake up exhausted. Those are sure-tell signs of having frequent glucose spikes. And then acne, brain fog, headaches and migraines, out-of-whack hormones like PCOS, PMS, or difficulty losing weight, worsening menopause symptoms, pre-diabetes, type 2 diabetes, and the new one, which is type 3 diabetes, which is actually not new. It just has a new name. It's also known as Alzheimer's. And then we have insulin resistance, frequently cold, especially your fingers and toes. Acid reflux is a sign. Inflammation, energy crashes, waking up, feeling tired, anxiety, depression, mood disorders, needing caffeine just to get through the day, shaky and lightheaded if your meals are delayed, non-alcoholic fatty liver. And the last one, which I'm so sure that so many of us are frequently used to having, and that is being hangry. If you don't get your meals, you better watch out (laughs) or everybody around you better watch out. (laughs) Do any of these sound familiar? The good thing is, is that there are very good benefits to having flatter glucose curves, and those are more energy, fewer cravings, less hunger, slower aging, and fewer wrinkles, improves fertility, less inflammation, clearer skin, healthier heart, healthier brain, reduced risk of diabetes, cancer, fatty liver disease, and Alzheimer's, and even weight loss. I know that you're probably thinking right now that I'm about to tell you that you need to go on a strict diet, cut out carbs... And start exercising more. But that is not how we roll around here. (laughs) Getting off the blood sugar roller coaster is actually so much more simple than you can even imagine. And you can still eat the foods that you enjoy. And once you have your blood sugar balanced, then you will have more energy to put in the effort to change your diet to be more nourishing. And you'll even have more time and energy to get out and move more. So we're looking at healing ourselves from the inside out. So what are the tips for balancing your blood sugar? I have 10 of them plus one bonus. Now the first 10 are straight from the Glucose Goddess. I love her content because she started out as a scientist with a continuous blood sugar monitor. Now, I monitor my blood sugar through the prick on the finger, the old-fashioned way, and she found the continuous blood sugar monitor really gave her a lot of good data. And as a scientist, she started noticing trends and she found that some foods and activities would spike her blood sugar and others wouldn't or one day a particular food would spike her blood sugar and another day she would eat the exact same food and it wouldn't spike her blood sugar so what did she do she got curious i love the word curious because when we get curious we can ask questions without judgment so she started asking questions she started looking at the trends and she started tracking the patterns and she came up with these 10 tips and I really recommend that if you're interested in these, that you go follow her. She has a great Instagram page that shows how her continuous blood sugar monitor works. And she shows how these 10 tips are applied. And she also has a book out and a free Facebook page as well. So number one is drink apple cider vinegar and 10 ounces of water before you eat. If you can do that between every meal, then you don't have to do anything else that's on this list. That alone will help to balance your blood sugar levels. A lot of times it's not possible to do that though. So there's other things that you can do that are just as simple. Number two is eat foods in the right order you want to eat your fiber first so that's going to be your fibrous vegetables so greens is a great option and that's one of our next on the list but greens is a good option so a salad or you can do an avocado is very high in fiber broccoli any type of vegetable that doesn't have a lot of carbohydrates in them and then your next One is protein and fat. So fiber first and then protein and fat and then starches and sugar last. So your starches are going to be like your rice and your white flour and potatoes, things like that. And yes, I said sugars. So you can even have dessert after your meal. I like to stick with berries. Last night I had raspberries with some sugar-free chocolate chips and it was delicious and it didn't spike my blood sugar. Number three is add a green starter to all of your meals. So we can incorporate number one and number two into number three we can start with greens and so that's going to give us our fiber first and then you can use apple cider vinegar on salad as a dressing and then you can add a fat which would be like avocado oil or olive oil and some spices maybe some lemon juice on there to give it a little bit of flavor but that incorporating all three is an option that you can do Number four is stop counting calories. Counting calories is not doing you any good because eating 100 calories of broccoli and eating 100 calories of a donut does two completely different things to the inside of your body. And we're looking at healing from the inside out and counting calories is not doing you any favors and it adds a lot of added stress, which in turn spikes your blood sugar and creates inflammation. So it does the exact opposite of what we want it to do. The next one is eat a savory breakfast. When you start your day eating a high carbohydrate breakfast like cereal or a granola bar or even a smoothie, and yes, I know some smoothies can be very healthy, but if it's high in carbohydrate and sugars, fruit juices and fruits, It's just gonna spike your blood sugar and then you're gonna have that drop. And by 10 or 11 o'clock, you are gonna be hungry again, needing food and something sweet. So you're gonna go grab a Starbucks to give you a little bit of boost. And then it's just gonna set you up for failure for the rest of the day. But if you start your day with a savory breakfast, it's gonna start your day for success so that you don't have that crash and you can continuously maintain your energy levels all day. The next one is after you eat, move. Go for a 10 or 15 minute walk. That's all you have to do. You don't have to go for a long 10 mile walk or anything like that. You don't have to do a hit exercise, but if you can move for 10 or 15 minutes whether that's walking or dancing, jumping or something that you love, even sweeping or doing the dishes, not saying you love those, but <laughs> anything to keep you moving and not being sedentary in a chair after you eat is going to help keep your blood sugar's level as well. And if you have a snack, this is the next one. If you have a snack, go savory. And so you want to have savory snacks instead of sweet because it's going to help keep your blood sugar balanced and you're not going to have those spikes. And then never eat naked carbs. This is number 10. Always combine carbohydrates with fat, protein, and or fiber. And if you can, eat those first. So let's just say that you're about to eat a high carbohydrate Meal, then you want to make sure that you eat your fats or your fiber or your protein first. So you want an apple, have six or seven almonds before you eat the apple. Or you can have the apple combined with a nut butter like peanut butter or almond butter. Sunflower butter works as well. You can also do toast with avocado or you can do some salmon on the toast and some eggs. Anything that's going to combine those carbohydrates with the fat, the protein, or the fiber is going to help keep your blood sugars level throughout the day. And the bonus tip, this one is from me and I learned this from one of my favorite authors, and she is the author of the book Fast Like a Girl, Dr. Mindy Peltz. She is an amazing leader, and I love her, and that is to shorten your eating window. We will dive deeper into this later on other episodes, but many call it intermittent fasting. It's so helpful. If you can start your eating window at 9 a.m., or even push it to 11 a.m. And it takes a little bit of time. It's not something that you can do right away, but if you're not taking in those calories and having breakfast until 11 a.m. and then you stop eating by 6 p.m. or 7 p.m., you're gonna have a fasting window between 6 p.m. and 11 a.m. the next day That is going to give you a huge boost in your metabolism. It's going to allow your body to begin to heal and give you more sleep. You're going to rest better. You're going to have more energy. And it's really going to make a huge difference on how you feel. So we're going to talk more about intermittent fasting later, but that is a huge, very simple change that you can make without changing anything else just closing in that window, not having those midnight snacks, and then waking up hungry and eating again. Now, you don't have to do all of these, and you don't have to do a combination of a whole bunch of them, but if you choose one or two per day or per meal, you will see a drastic improvement in your energy. You'll notice that you'll have fewer cravings and you're going to start losing weight and you'll still get to enjoy the foods that you love. I never said anything about cutting carbs. I never said anything about going on a crash diet or reducing the amount of calories they eat. I definitely didn't say that you need to move more and eat less because that's one of my biggest pet peeves. You'll never hear me. say those words. Reflecting on today's discussion, it's clear how transformative understanding and managing our blood sugar can be. The journey from those stress-filled mornings and rushing through the day fueled by carb-heavy meals, finding myself trapped in a cycle of energy and crashes and cravings to a state of balanced well-being is both profound and it was so empowering. The tips for balancing your blood sugar that we explored are not only very simple and doable, but they're. Also an excellent starting point for anyone who's looking to break free from that relentless roller coaster that we all seem to find ourselves on every single day. They pave the way towards more energy, fewer cravings, and a renewed sense of vitality. I remember all too well the days when stress was a constant companion of mine and my diet did more to deplete my energy than to replenish it. That 3 p.m. slump became my daily nemesis and I relied on caffeine and sugar rushes to push through the day. Lots of trips to Starbucks, lots of wasted money, (laughs) and I don't do that anymore. And then I found myself always stuck in the endless loop of highs and lows, but just feeling sick and tired all the time. And then I just got to the point where I was sick and tired of feeling sick and tired all the time. But discovering the power of balanced blood sugar changed everything for me. And it's not just about what we eat. It's about transforming our entire approach to the daily living, making choices that support our bodies and our minds every moment. Now, for those of you who are ready to embark on this journey of transformation, I have a Simply Nourished ebook, and it is full of practical advice and insights, and the very tips that we just went through that helped me turn my own health around. It's about making wellness achievable and sustainable, and you can start this very moment by downloading the ebook as a free gift from me at bit.ly/momhack or through the link in the show notes, I'll put it there as well. So let this be the first step towards you that feels energized, balanced, and truly nourished. Thank you so much for joining me today and allowing me to share this path of wellness with you. It's my sincerest hope that you find the same peace and vitality that I have found. Until next time, friend.